0: How's it going, everyone? My name is Reagan Harrell. Welcome in to another episode of Suncast. Happy New Year. We are at the end of 2022, so we have a very fun last episode to cap off. Uh, I don't think it's anything short of an historic year uh, for this conference. Obviously, what Southeastern did, uh, the, the start of Suncast in March, everything that's gone on. It, it's been a historic year in my life. Suncast is a big part of that. All of you a big part of that, and we are having a little bit kind of a throwback episode. Kind of, it, we have the the man that was on the second ever episode of SunCast, Mister Noah Breakspear, one of my best friends in the world. Noah, how's man?
1: Happy to be here.
0: Yes, sir. We are just having a good time. We are both back in the Bab. Uh, we had we had a good time uh, back in Georgia. Little chilly. Little chilly.
1: Man, it was so cold up there. I coldest winter I've ever experienced in it, Georgia.
0: It was by far the coldest winter that I experienced except like for my years in Missouri and it honestly felt like I was in Missouri like I was breaking out the stuff I was wearing it was bull crap. I hated it I hated it I just hated, Every hated it. Bit of it yeah it was nice to be back home but it is nice to be back in beautiful Babson Park Florida Absolutely. we we are experiencing what I consider one of the greatest sport weeks of the year you've got you started off Christmas day Christmas football is – NFL football is now a thing. You obviously are going to have NBA. Day after uh, – well, actually, this this week we had the Saturday. So, really, mm-hmm. look at that. Uh, from Christmas Eve to New Year's Eve, excellent slate of football there. Fast forward into today, and we have some great bowl games. We just finished up watching NC State and Maryland, defensive struggle 16-12 to 12 there. And now we're watching a little North Carolina – excuse me, South Carolina take on Notre Dame. Uh, it's about – well, We we'll just got to talk about it a little bit throughout the episode. Nothing really crazy, but that would not at all be what this episode is, is about. Today's episode, we're going to have pretty much three segments for you. The first part, we're going to talk about what every team... Just get, get, get in the spirit. Let's get, let's, I feel like everybody says, let's get in the holiday spirit, and they're always talking about Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. Eh, New, Year's, New, New Year's is still a holiday, too. Where, where would you rank New Year's? New Year's top five, top ten? Oof. Um... Holidays. I I don't think it's great. I don't think it's a top five holiday, but it's a solid holiday.
1: It's a solid holiday. I mean, it's it's a fun filled holiday for all ages. Um,
0: I I think it's one of those holidays as you get all South Carolina just fumbled. Nah, South Carolina just fumbled. Oh wow, Jesus. Yeah, South Carolina just fumbled. So I I think maybe New Year's isn't all that great, but. (laughs) No, I think New Year's is solid. So I think it's one of those, once you get out of college and you realize, oh, you don't always have three weeks off right here, it can kind of suck. And, you know, you're not a college student, it can kind of suck a little bit. But one of the big traditions in New Year's is celebrating with resolutions. Absolutely. You got any, you got any resolutions you, you, you've you been cooking up?
1: For myself? Yeah. Um you know, just be a better all over per, overall person to just everybody I come across, just yeah. a nicer, uh, you know, well stand out person. For Spread everybody. positivity. Absolutely, we're spreading positivity in twenty twenty three. Positivity 2023. all twenty twenty three.
0: Absolutely. I got, I got. All right, my, mine was just I was gonna try to drink more water and work out a little bit more. But I mean, yeah, we can go with that, <laughs> <laughs> that route. That route too. Yeah, absolutely. I want to be nice to the people. Well, good things come around to good people. So with that being said, we're going to kind of start. We're gonna start of the show with. New Year's resolutions for all 10 Sun Conference teams. Some are kind of sports specific. Some are just general overall to the athletics and the university. Just here's what we need to do in 2023. That's pretty good. Ones. Uh, once we do that, we'll do some end of year awards. I got four end of season awards. Uh, I've got a Sun Conference Athlete of the Year. I've got a Fan of the Year, Coach of the Year, and Game of the Year. We're going to do those four awards. Nothing really crazy. Didn't want to do a vote. I just wanted to give you all four that were, it was really just me personally, My, my personal pick of the four winners of that, who I thought the best coach was, the best player was, the best moment, and a fan of not only Suncast, but the Sun Conference overall. And then we'll wrap up. And though this is when you'll chime in a good bit more towards the end when we are going to do our college football playoff prediction, as that is another New Year's Eve tradition at this point. We don't know if that will be the case always moving forward with the 12-team playoff, which we will talk. We could talk a little bit about that, what a potential 12-team playoff would have looked this year. That sound fun to you?
1: Yeah, I, I, that sounds awesome. This episode, I, I can't wait for it. This so.
0: episode might run a little bit long, but it's fine. Because, like, Notre Dame-South Carolina is that perfect game just to have on, but you don't have to, like, Keep your eyes on it all the way. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like we're, like, we're not recording this at 8 o'clock for the Clemson, for the Clemson-Tennessee game. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. We'll, that, we'll be off air for that one. Uh, great throw, kid. <laughs> but, so we're, let's get started. And I have my resolutions for the 10 teams in this wonderful, wonderful conference. Uh, just wrote these down, no particular order. Just kind of first one that popped my mind was well, Southeastern. We'll start with the Southeast Fire. I have Lakeland, Florida they were the team who you well most would say and the correct answer they won this year. They were the best team in the Sun Conference overall from an athletic standpoint. So what's their New Year's resolution in 2023? Do it again. Run it back. And then take a little bit more more of a step forward in other sports. Women's soccer would we'll have loved to see them make the make the tournament Orange Beach. Didn't happen, but they're still an elite program. You're seeing basketball maybe take a little bit of a step back, but we know they can get back to what they have been. And I think they will. It's just it's a rebuilding year. You know, Nobody's perfect all the time. You can't go in and be a top five team in the nation every year. That's not how it works. I think Southeastern could do that. Then obviously run it back exactly how it went with baseball. And to start to softball, get yourself back into the situation that you were, win 50 games and make it into Columbus, make it to the semifinal, and then maybe win the whole daygum thing this year. I think it's very real. I've obviously talked about that a lot with Southeastern softball. I think they can do it. I think they will do it. And then baseball, I don't see why not. We'll move on down to West Palm Beach with the Kaiser Seahawks. Noah, feel free to chime in whenever. If you want to let me cook, let me cook. But if you want to chime in, chime in. So the Kaiser Seahawks, 2020, 2023, New Year's resolution. I was almost picked off by South Carolina. Finish the job. Finish the job. Great year. Incredible regular seasons across the board, both soccer's, footballs, baseball, excellent. A little like I wouldn't say lackluster, but without other than football, the postseason was not what you expected it to be. Baseball, you expected to at least make it to Lewiston, not to go out how they how they did in their regional. I thought they would win it; they didn't. They were in a, in a tough one. I think I believe Reinhardt and Faulkner were, in. they two good teams, but I think those were both winnable games. You go back and watch those games, and I remember them. They were very winnable games. What a juke move by no dames tied in. I got to stop looking at the TV. I'm getting distracted. But uh, great, uh, what was I saying? Oh. Uh, Great regular season with Kaiser soccer, men's and women's. Won the Sun Conference tournament. Won the Sun Conference regular season. Football, obviously what they did in the Sun Conference, and then what they did in the NAI tournament. Great, but Still had a chance. You, you you were thinking they beat Morningside, they beat Grandview, they could beat Northwestern, right? Absolutely. Obviously, obviously wasn't the case. Didn't quite finish it. Obviously, neither soccer did. So I think the, the thing for Kaiser just finish the job.
1: And I totally agree with that. There, I mean, they had way too many chances to take home a conference champion or uh, a national national championship. I mean, yeah, they're winning these conference championships, but that's Kaiser. Like right. everyone knows, that's Kaiser now. Now you got to take the next step, win a Natty, and you've had multiple chances to do so. You got to finish the job.
0: Yeah, I think they have a good chance to. I think their baseball team is going to be really good again this year. I think they're obviously in 2023. Their women's soccer team is going to be excellent. They have uh, the reigning Player of the Year and Freshman of the Year uh, in Jacobs and Race coming back for men's soccer. Uh, I, I would be, I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't, didn't at least play for another national championship in some sport. Now they did get get it in in tennis, but that's more, you know, individual sports. We look for more uh, team values in this overall. Absolutely. Okay. Moving on. Move to to my Warriors, Weber Warriors. Take the next step. A little similar to Kaiser. A little bit similar. Kaiser has been on that national spotlight before. And obviously they have won it before. Women's soccer has won it before. And, and, and let me also say this for the resolution I'm talking to strictly based on 2022 performance correct right Weber take the next step baseball softball beach volleyball a lot of teams football 2022 is very nice for them very good years now let's take the next step because if Weber can go to Lewiston again instead of be one of the last six be one of the last three or four don't let him get in a national championship game if softball, when first year of Coach Buck, new coach, if they say, "Hey, it was the talent. It wasn't just the coaching. It was we have really good talent down here in Babson Park, and they can make it back." And instead of going being a, I believe, ten seed, yeah, ten seed in the t- national tournament, and go zero and two, maybe go in as like a six seed, maybe win a game or two, take that next step. Football, beat South. I mean, it's a. It, you took the big step. We obviously did take the big step beating Southeastern, but St. Thomas and Kaiser are the two best teams in this conference. Take the next step.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, football especially, uh, you know, I played there. Um, I'm now done with my football career at Weber. But if we did – there's so many things, little things, that if we just did correctly, we'd have an even better season than we did. Mm-hmm. So we need that leadership. And honestly, I've heard from plenty of teams around campus, player leadership is a huge problem at Weber. Nobody listens and nobody leads. And if you try to lead, nobody listens.
0: Moving on. St. Thomas, leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. And this is the first one I really look at, and it's kind of more football. I could throw baseball in there too because they did get a very hard regional. They were the they did get to host a regional, but they got a very tough regional, having to play Weber McPherson and Culline. Um, uh, God, who's other team? Middle Georgia State. This was in baseball. Memory's pretty good. Oh, remember yeah, that's is. pretty good. <laughs> No notes. He says no, no no, no He's like, no, I no notes, notes no notes. Off his head. Yeah, maybe do a little bit better and have a better have a better regional. Get to host a little bit easier of a regional. Now, if you're if you're thinking you're gonna get a host an quote unquote easy regional, you're you're in the wrong you're in the wrong business for baseball and then AI. But the big one and the obvious one for leave no doubt for Saint Thomas. And again, this is very one sports specific more like it. It's football. Leave no doubt. Look, should you have been in the national tournament this year? Yeah, we've covered that. We've spent enough airtime talking about it. But if you had to beat Kaiser or beat Butler, I get. I get the games were close. Not playing horseshoes. Absolutely playing football. Georgia could lose tomorrow night by one point. It's gonna feel just as bad if they lose by a hundred. These are big games. You have to win the big game. Absolutely. So leave no doubt, and then next year you you could be the one in, in Durham, North Carolina. Speaking of Thomas, we will stick with another Thomas, and we'll go to the Thomas Nighthawks. Pretty simple. Leave your mark. Do something special. You got half the time to do something that all these other teams have, for at least for me that I'll I'll be talking about for the majority on this podcast because you're you know leaving, so sad. But leave your mark. Do something. Football. Flag football, of course. Thomas, win the national championship this year. You made it. I, I gave you, I gave, I gave you credit. I said you were a top ten team. Easy, top ten team in this conference in 2022. Go win it. Go be top three. Go be number one. <laughs> we talked about. It. Yeah, there's less, there's less teams, but national champion is a national champion. So go do that. And I mean, you know what? If y'all go go, go into a new, new uh, your new, new, new conference, the Southern States Conference, and in twenty twenty three, those you know your soccer teams, men's and women's soccer, I'll, I'd love to see y'all go to a new conference and go win it. You kidding me? Teams that were, like better terms, average in the Sun Conference, go and win another conference. Be impressive. So go leave your mark in twenty twenty three, Warner. <laughs> This is where I get a little rude, with all due respect. Just be better. Just simple as that. Be better. G- give us something. I'm trying here. Some of y'all get mad at me because I don't talk about Warner. What what, what what do you want me to talk about? With all due respect. What, what, what do you want me to say? Go in. Something. Go, go be elite. Something basketball. Like something. I mean, we had a little bit, before I started the podcast, for the record, basketball, men's basketball, okay? You were okay. You didn't win it. Baseball, you finished fifth. Okay. I mean not bad, but you're fifth. You get run out of the building for your regional in baseball. Let's, let's do something. And obviously, we don't need to talk about football.
1: I was just about to say football shouldn't even be on this. Yeah, we,
0: don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need to talk about it. Florida Memorial. This, this is where I kind of started having a little bit of trouble. This is where I kind of was like, uh, I don't know. Flomo, have some fun. Look, y'all are a fun school. Y'all are a fun school. Have some fun, but this, let's be a little smarter, guys. A little bit more discipline.
1: Absolutely. You and me were talking about it earlier. And yeah. I just think if Flomo got some discipline and all their teams, like some better coaching and some real discipline. FloMo would be a top team in the Sun Conference.
0: I think in the NAI. they they, they have, might be. I mean, Miami, fun, beautiful, good, good campus, fun vibes, great vibes.
1: Straight beast of athletes coming yeah, out there,
0: absolutely. But, and it, it's not like I'm just talking about from my personal experience. It's my personal experience. It's multiple people's experience. Wow, face mask. I mean, kind of like plays like that. That was, you know, that's a face mask to the ground. You see a, a lot. Just be. Just be smarter and have fun. Have fun and be smart, and you can be an elite program. Absolutely. In a lot of sports. Multiple sports across this board, multiple schools across this board, have talked about your unsportsmanlike conduct activities.
1: Clean that up, and you got an elite program.
0: Yeah. Elite athletes don't like going to undisciplined places. Elite athletes right don't, do not do not like going to undisciplined Because they won't win. They know it's not a, win, a winning code. All right. SCAD again this one is a little bit more one sport specific because I was very one sport specific with the SCAD beast there's no football there's no baseball there's no softball there's men's and women's soccer men's soccer was not great cross country was amazing men's and women's cross country were great but the main sport obviously we talked about SCAD was women's soccer so what I'll say to that be more consistent let's be more consistent in 2023 because that's your peak At SCAD's peak, they're national title contenders. At their bottom, they're getting bounced out pretty quickly in in the opening round. They're opening round team. You could be opening round team, but you could be a team making national title runs. And they were a younger team last year. I think next year they will have learned from those mistakes and be a very, very good team. Oh, we got some some trickery. Spencer Rattler, double reverse, check down. Gets the play. Smart. uh... Smart. Big fullback. To the fullback. About a yard hurt. the first down. Okay. This is great podcasting. So, Scab, be more consistent. Ave Maria. This one's personal. I've been waiting for this little shot. Let's get some away facilities, guys. Y'all have a top three campus on this conference. In this conference. Why, when we played there... That I have to, that we as a team have sit to sit in a tent with a no tent. air
1: conditioning and ninety five degrees.
0: And not gonna lie, maybe they have fixed it by the, since we were there. But dude, it was a mosquito pit.
1: Absol- oh dude. I was itching, bro. I was catching at malaria all in the third <laughs> at, at
0: halftime. Yellow fever, yellow fever after the game. That was post game meal. I I mean, mean, we were the post-game meal, bro.
1: What's not cool is I would walk outside the tent, and it would be cooler than it was inside the tent. Like, that was not fun.
0: It's not fun. Uh, Warner, you fall on this boat, too. Absolutely. (laughs) I
1: mean, we get it. You got a brand-new field. We get it. Yeah. But.
0: And it was also nicer. It was, like, cool. It was cool that that day. Well, it was at night, so that was nice. All right. Last one. Let's wrap up. Coastal Georgia. This one's very simple. Get more sports. You have eight varsity sports, five women's, three men's. Get baseball. you know. Get flag football. Get look, Come on. Let's get some more sports. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's fun. Universities are more fun, fun when you have more sports. When you have more athletes, the student body is happier, it, especially when, when you're good. You get more students.
1: You get Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more.
0: All right, real quick. We're going to do our end-of-year awards. Let me know what your, your new New Year's resolutions are. Follow us on Instagram at Suncast Podcast. Follow us on inst um, Follow us on Twitter at Suncast Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Suncast IG. Let me know what your New Year's resolutions are. Let me know what you got for Christmas. What your favorite Christmas present was? What was your favorite Christmas present this year?
1: Ooh, that's tough. Um, probably the Burt Chrysler tickets. Yeah, from I, my girlfriend. i would say Pretty.
0: Pretty sick. Yeah, so th- this is part of Noah's Christmas. He doesn't know this. Really, all I got him for Christmas this year was he just he has to hop on the podcast with me for an episode.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I hey, right, yeah. It.
0: But, yeah, he got, him and his girlfriend got my girlfriend and I tickets to go see Burt Kreischer live yes, in Orlando.
1: In Orlando at
0: the Amway. And that, he, he is one of my favorite comedians, one of my favorite podcasters. I'd say that, that, that was up there uh but easy the number one was this new podcast studio setup that i got i mean, what, what what do you think
1: uh absolutely i mean i think i think you're making the the right pushes to where you need to go at what you're doing so yeah and it, it looks great sounds great oh it sounds great so.
0: yeah i was just talking to the mic <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy now. I'll be that dude talking to Mike <laughs> Uh all right, moving on to our next segment. We have all right, really this is me. Uh you know I got I got something a little special. Uh, I have the awards. I have four awards. I just jot them down. It's something I wanted to mention, just kinda of, it was really just four points of the season that I wanted to talk about kind of. So I was like, okay, why not do it? like a little end of year award? Nothing crazy, nothing fancy. Probably not gonna post it really. Just wanna say it on the podcast for the wrap up twenty twenty two. We're we'll start off player of the year. Twenty five home runs, ninety RBIs, broke the school record. Four twenty three batting average, I think. Brian Fuentes, easily player of the year in this conference, national. Oh, oh, national champion.
1: Yeah, you got to add that to yeah. the resume. Five
0: home runs in five games in Lewiston. I think he batted like six. I think he batted like six hundred.
1: That's insane. Incredible. and At the at the top at, at of the game. Top
0: of the game. At the top against three of them against the number two team in the country. It's Brian Fuentes. I think four, three or four, actually. Anyway, Brian Fuentes. Uh, game of the year. And this is kind of a moment of the year, game of the year for me. Uh, d- d- Something I'll never forget. Rain delays out in Lewiston, Idaho. I just got back from Columbus. I was getting ready for the game. I was like, I was probably going to miss the first inning or so. Was able to get back just in time for Southeastern versus Georgia Gwinnett. And I had a couple of my buddies from Georgia over to the house, right? And they don't know Sun Conference or anything like that. Sun Guys was just getting started. I'm like, all right, this is the team I'm cheering for, Southeastern. They said so they're going against Gwinnett. And they're like, oh, shoot, Gwinnett, Georgia Gwinnett. Yeah. So, of course, you know, being the wonderful friends they are, they are going to go for Georgia Gwinnett, of course. <laughs> And Georgia Gwinnett jumps out to this Astonishingly Keep in mind This game started at 9 o'clock West Coast time At night West Coast time Oh wow Yeah because of rain delays Oh wow Yeah So we're getting started at midnight we're Getting started watching the game You know what I'm saying um, And Georgia Gwinnett jumps all over them 6 nothing lead And we are Touchdown South Carolina On fourth down Oh nice Yeah Uh George Grenade jumps on 6 nothing. I think, like, in the fourth, fifth inning. And they're reaming. They're, they're just reaming me right now, just talking so much crap about it. I'm like, all right, it is, like, 1.30 in the morning, 2 in the morning. I'm on my third coffee. I am not in the mood. Get out of my house. Like, go. Just go. Just go. They left. They left. I, I got work to do, and y'all are ticking me off. Go. Because I still had to record after this. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was a 5 a.m. night. It sucked. Thank God we had the next day off from softball. All right. Anyways, the comeback starts. Chipping, 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 chipping. Next thing we tie it, then they take a 7 6 lead. We tie it again. Bottom of the ninth. Sam Faith. Walk off. Two run blasts. 9 7. Southeastern wins.
1: Yeah, those are the type of games that yeah. you just never forget. Yeah. Like.
0: And like not only that, but what happened from that too? Look, there's no hiding. Y'all know my history with George Gwinnett. Uh, not my favorite team in the NAIA. And boy, Southeastern beating them the way they did and then sending them to the loser's bracket for the elimination game versus Weber and Weber mollywapping them. Yeah. Fun. Fun times. Very, very fun times to, uh, to be a Sun Conference fan, to be a Weber fan. So yeah, Southeastern 9, Georgia Gwinnett 7, and the uh, NII Baseball World Series. That's my pick. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. I have an honorable mention and then I have my guy. Not my guy, but my pick. Honorable mention is Colin Martin, Weber International baseball coach. Took a team that fairly storied program, obviously uh, built up by the hammer. And now, if you want to buy stock in a team, whew, it might be a little too late, but what he has done in very, very short order and he has a team that is built to win in the postseason. That's what he has built at Weber, and that's terrifying. So I just want to give him credit where credit's due there. If I had to make a pick for 2023 Coach of the Year in this conference, it would be Colin Martin. All right, the winner of the Coach of the Year for 2022, however, could go a couple different ways. I decided to go with a guy who looked like things were going bad. In a hurry, but turned his team around to be a runner up in the national championship. And that's Coach Doug Sosha. Coach Doug Sosha, we talk about building a program. Six years ago, there wasn't football in West Palm Beach, at least at Kaiser University. Now, oh, there's football. And it's well known. And he has built an excellent program there. What they did to rally the troops after going down one and three after going down 24-7 against St. Thomas on the road. After losing your starting quarterback against the de- na- defending national champion that hasn't lost in forever. Go on the road the week before that in Bethel. Win that game by double digits. Go on the road against Grandview. Control that game. Win that game. The Morningside game I just talked about. Making it all the way to a national championship. It's pretty impressive.
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and let's... Keep in mind, nobody in that playoff gave Kaiser credit. No. They didn't think Kaiser would do anything, no. and Kaiser came out there and made it all the way to the national championship, and were up for some of the game, and just fell a little short towards the end there. Like, like you said, coach of the year, hands down. I totally agree. Mm. I mean,
0: incredible year. It
1: was it was insane. It was I, insane.
0: And I'll be honest. I'm just as guilty of it as anybody. After they beat us, I was like, this is a good team. I don't think this is. A, I, I didn't, honestly, I did not think they would beat Bethel. Not at all. I definitely didn't think they'd beat Morningside or Grandview, but they did. And it's credit to Coach Sosha and credit to that coaching staff and the Seahawks. They did an excellent job this year and it's well deserving of Suncast Coach of the Year. Absolutely. All right. My last one is something I. I Honestly, if it wasn't for this award, I probably wouldn't have even done the awards. It is the biggest award in my opinion. It is the Suncast slash Sun Conference player or excuse me, fan of the year. Suncast fan of the year. And this was something I thought a lot about because there are quite a few people who have displayed great sportsmanship, great fansmanship across this conference when the other team's not playing, or right, when your team's not playing, you're rooting for the other team. I think that was showing a lot of Weber Weber football players, obviously going for Kaiser.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
0: and I think there is that across the board in this conference, and that was the ugliest interception no, I've ever just about seen. To say, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh! That was, oh my gosh! Returned Pick six. All the way. South Carolina. Okay. Takes the lead 20, all right. Fifty-seven. Fifty seconds left in the first quarter. If you, you if you know, you know. That was the ugliest pick six I think I've ever seen. Anyways, not to I mean to I had a beautiful monologue going and that ugly this is the last time I, I record in front of the TV. I swear <laughs> to God. It's
1: kind of cool though. It's
0: kind of it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. But uh anyways, the Suncast fan of the year is Miss Nina Navad. Uh Miss Nina, what you've done and how much you have supported Suncast ever since your grandson Tyler thomas came on uh it's been it, it, it it's been awesome and you've been one of our biggest supporters you have supported other teams in the conference tremendously you have supported us i'd say more than anybody that i don't share blood with and i'm not you know i don't see like every day obviously but you you, you have been amazing I, I i cannot thank you enough um josh feels the same way and we really do appreciate Everything that you have done and that you do, and I'm sure Tyler appreciates you too. A wonderful woman, wonderful, wonderful woman. Uh, Um, actually, try to pull up her Instagram real quick. Yeah, Nina Navad at Nina N I N A N E V A D. If you want to give her a follow on Instagram, shout shout her out real quick. But we do appreciate you so much. We appreciate the fans. Without the fans, without the support. Yeah, especially, I mean, just the support that my friends, family, and you know, just supporters have given. It's, it's been tremendous, and it's been so much fun as i dropped my phone on the table. so Thank you all. And That is actually the last time we'll be talking much Sun Conference this year. Until and uh,
1: congratulations to all four winners, uh, especially you, Nina. I know Reagan really appreciates all the love and support. So congratulations to all four of you.
0: Mm-hmm. Take a sip of my water. And we will get into college, football, playoff, talk. Okay. I think you know which game we're going to talk about first. It'll be Michigan and TCU. We'll get that one out of the way. Get that one. Okay.
1: I think you and me have two different views on this.
0: I think we do. I think we do. So, you you go first.
1: So, I truly believe it's going to be a close game. Mm. I think it's going to come down to the wire, last second field goal or touchdown, wins the game. And to be honest, Reagan, I think TCU is going to shock a lot of people this week. Um, win or cover? I th- people might call me crazy for this, but watch TCU pull out this win this weekend. Okay. Watch it happen.
0: Of course, it pops up on TV. There it is Look right there. Right mm-hmm. there. All right, so obviously this is the first game. This is the four o'clock game. Sorry, Stetson Bennett and C.J. Stroud are up on the TV. I, oh, my God, I cannot wait All for this. Game. Just, I'm going to make this quick. I'm make this quick. Okay. So, Michigan versus TCU. A lot of people like to compare Michigan to Georgia and say Georgia is the better version of Michigan, so why would you say Ohio State would win this game? I look at TCU and I'm like, I think they're a not much better version. I think they're a worse version of Ohio State. So, why should I think Michigan will struggle with them? And I think that is somewhat true. I don't know if, I don't think it's as true. I don't think it's as good of a comparison as Georgia is a better version of Michigan. I think that is a truer statement, but I think it's still a fair statement to say TCU is a not quite as good version of Ohio State. I do not think they have the muscle. They have not been there before. Michigan has. However, that, that train of thought, we have seen that been play out bef- played out before. I look at Oklahoma. They played with Baker Mayfield. They played actually a very similar scenario if you want to look at it side-by-side. Side. Baker Mayfield and Oklahoma go down, play Michigan in the Orange Bowl, get blown out. Michigan goes to the Orange Bowl against Georgia. Gets blown out. The next year, Oklahoma is in the Rose Bowl against Georgia. Georgia, they're like, oh, Georgia probably won't be able to do it. But Georgia had been there before. But they like, oh, Oklahoma, they were just there. This is the better team. They'll win it. Not the case at all.
1: So, I, uh, you know, everybody likes to compare stats. Michigan is better on every statistical board than TCU. Here's the difference, right? Games are crazy. Mm-hmm. And, the only team... Now, you can make an argument for Penn State, but they also didn't play anybody, and they went 10-2. Hmm. Michigan and Ohio State have played nobody. Absolutely nobody but each other. TCU, you, they played some competition, but it's pretty, pretty much as weak as Ohio State and hmm. So, in my opinion, this is going to be the true test... Because Michigan and Ohio State play every year, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they they know what both teams are going to do. They played each other for uh, with the same coaches for how many years now? Harbaugh and Ryan—they've been going at for what three four. years, four years, mm-hmm. four years. They know what they're doing. Now, Michigan hasn't played TCU yet, and mm-hmm. definitely not this good of a TCU team. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be. Very fun to watch, I think. I think this is going to be a great game all the way down.
0: You have a score prediction?
1: 34-31, TCU.
0: Okay. I have something kind of similar but opposite. Uh, I'm going to go 31-23, Michigan. Michigan.
1: I like it. I like it. You know, it still This sounds like two great scoring games. I mean, this.
0: I think it will be cool. I think Michigan will win. I think Michigan will cover. I think Michigan will win this game. Okay. But I think I do not I don't see I could see I could very well see a I I could see the TCU offense getting shut out. Like if that happened, it wouldn't surprise me if this game was 38-10. I would be more surprised by a 38-10 than TCU winning big.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If TCU wins, it's not going to
0: be by no. much. No. Okay the bigger one. So, Noah is almost as big as a Georgia fan as I am.
1: I've been waiting for this game for so many years.
0: Let me tell you. I don't think there's a team there's a uniform that I've wanted to beat more than Alabama. But if Alabama got taken off the face of this earth, I know who's up. I know who's in the batter's box. And it just so happens they're the team that's got to come to the Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia, (laughs) to face the music. They call down the thunder in the famous, famous words of Wyatt Earp. Now they got it. The Ohio State Buckeyes are going to take on the Georgia board always with opt-outs and, quote-unquote, injuries left and right. Questions on the offensive and defensive line. Running back room not looking great. Receiving room. Uh-oh. Top receiver's out. And Georgia just got better because A.D. Mitchell has confirmed.
1: Mitchell he's playing. 100% mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. It's over. No excuses. It's over. No excuses. I don't See, have excuses. See, no, that's the thing. There will be excuses for Ohio State. Oh, it was a home game. For oh them. no, no, I'm talking
0: about Georgia. Georgia, oh, no, no excuses. Georgia has no excuse. no excuses. But Ohio State, unless they had the
1: injuries opt out,
0: unless it there, it's referee galore. I'm not even starting that. I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, no, no. The dogs are coming.
1: The, look, you're looking at the next Nick Saban and Kirby. Let me tell
0: you something. Let me tell you something. People want to talk about certain Georgia games. They want to talk about oh. What about Missouri? What about Kent State? Okay, it's fair. We, were we perfect this year? No. God, no, we weren't perfect. But when is it? When it was time to hunker down, when it was time for the Georgia Bulldogs to take the field and go play some national champion defending football, go holler at LSU, go talk to Tennessee, Oregon. Oregon. Hmm. 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 We haven't seen this offense really fully healthy since week two. You want to know what Georgia averaged the first two weeks? 53 points a game. It's 5-3. If your car audio didn't sound too good right there, 53. Or was it 51 and a half? Might be off. I think
1: it was 51 We a half. Mm-hmm.
0: We scored. Okay, my apologies. My apologies. Something like that. 51. 50 plus. Y'all know what the defense is? They've been prone to give up some big plays every now and then. But when the red zone goes red and it gets <laughs> – I, I got to be careful because I got adjectives I'm wanting to use, but I, I'm not allowed to say them. Yeah. When it comes time to bust down and, in the red zone.
1: And get it done.
0: Field goals. Field goals. Field goals. So is huge against Alabama in the national championship. But I mm-hmm. think we're going to be right back there against Ohio State. Kendall Milton is 100 healthy as well. That is huge for Georgia in the running game.
1: And rumor has it, 13 personnel mm. will be making its uh, not debut, but it's going, it's going, it's going to be there. It's making its return. It's
0: going to be big. We're going to have uh, eight offensive linemen on the field.
1: And I'm telling you, with Ad Mitchell back behind three of the best tight ends, no. you can do whatever you want with that no.
0: personnel. What do you do first and 10, 13 personnel power, 10-yard gain, run it again, eight-yard gain, do it, and then play hold action, on, wait, play powers. action, play action. You got you got the 13 personnel. You got Brock Bowers running an in route. You got Oscar Delp running a go route. You got Darnell Rush Washington running an out route. You, you're
1: not stopping it.
0: It's going to be trouble. So,
1: the, I don't no, think Ohio State's defense stands a chance versus Georgia's offense, personally. Now Georgia's defense, I have stuck with all year. Yes, we've given up big plays, but you want to know where we've given up big plays against the teams that from the the twenty to the twenty teams that you guys are saying, oh y'all almost lost to. Let's be honest, folks. Georgia wasn't playing. Mm -mm. Georgia was not playing. We took out our starters in half. Cruise control. We did not.
0: You want to talk about the five hundred yards of offense against LSU, buddy? It was a forty-point game in the second quarter. Uh, yeah. The game was over.
1: The game was over. We Once we get up, we control the game. That is what Kirby Smart does, and he does it very well. We
0: didn't do it great against LSU, yeah, but from South Carolina. I mean, Oregon. we also
1: threw in our second and third stringers. Though. Yeah. You know. Like, people don't people don't like to look at that side of it. They think, oh, Georgia almost let a comeback happen. No, we didn't.
0: No, a fill in the blank. The Ohio State Buckeyes win this game if.
1: Oof. They d- d- develop a run game. They can develop a run game. And C.J. Stroud is on his P's and Q's. Georgia will have a fight on their hands.
0: I think Ohio State, that's part of it. That's a huge part of it. What Ohio State has to do, I'm going to rephrase this question a little bit different for myself. Ohio State has to do blank to win this game. They have to stop the pass rush. If Jalen Carter is bulldozing his... Self up the A gap, right up at CJ Stroud's face. And the boys are getting home. And we're locking down for three, four, five seconds in the secondary. It's gonna be a long day for long Mr. Night. Stroud.
1: Long night. And I, I'm gonna go the other side of the ball. Ohio State State needs blank to win this game. They need to stop need Brock turnovers. Bowers. They need turnovers. That Absolutely, they but need, they need to find a way to contain Brock Bowers.
0: That brings me to my next point. Obviously, I think Georgia is the favorite. I think Georgia will win this game, but Georgia can beat themselves with turnovers. That is the only thing I've been worried about for this game. If we don't turn the ball over, I think we're going to be fine.
1: But Georgia's only turned the ball over this year five times. Oh, it
0: doesn't happen much, but when it does, it seems to just kind of pile up it on it. It does it seem does. to pile up. And that's been our close games.
1: Stetson Bennett, and people love to discredit Stetson, okay? And I I can't stand it anymore. Okay, Stetson Bennett has a dog inside of him. He has the championship mentality. They
0: win. He
1: wins. They win. He wins. He finds a way to win the big games. Something a Georgia quarterback really hasn't been able to do in the past.
0: He... Doesn't make mistakes. He plays smart, and he does what he know. He knows he doesn't have to go and make incredible Heisman plays, even though he was a Heisman finalist this year. He just wins. He makes the plays. He knows he's not the best player on our offense, and exactly. also our offensive line has been incredible.
1: I was just about to say, yeah. let's talk about that offensive line, real quick. The offensive line has been incredible. Stetson Bennett, I think, has been sacked three total times this season. It's,
0: it's it's been our best unit outside of the tight end position, which is
1: insane. I mean, we yeah. have we have. Two, the two best tight ends and then a third, uh, probably top 20 tight end in college football. Right no, now. what's the final
0: score of this football game? So we got to wrap up.
1: 45-28 Georgia. 45-28 Georgia.
0: Okay. 45-28 dogs. Hammer the over if you want to trust in Mr. Breakspear. I kind of have two answers. I told you this yesterday. I really think this game's going to be 56-24. to I think that's going to be the final score. I don't know why, but that's truly what I think it is. However, logically, if I sit down from a completely objective point of view and look at it over and over and really think great about sack. the way that I have a great sack, I uh, said, he is yeah, that huge. Yeah, was, that was amazing. Yeah, it was a good that, play. that yeah, it was a very good play. Not shot not number 95 on South Carolina. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think Ohio State going to get some yards. But I think George is going to hunker down in the red zone. George is going to start to make some big stops. Force them to punt, and then the offense will really take over. I'm going to go final score from Atlanta, Georgia: the Georgia Bulldogs, 41. The Ohio State Buckeyes, 20. 41-20
1: dogs. I like it. 41-20 like dogs. Two touchdowns, two field goals for the Buckeyes. People think this game's going to be the close one. I I, I, don't just, I don't see that happening. I mean, Georgia's just better. I, I think I All think they around. are
0: the better team. I think the winner of this game wins the national championship.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, even if Ohio State does win this game, they will return. Uh, w- they'll probably play Michigan, and Ohio State will win that rematch. Ohio State will win that rematch.
0: <sighs> Let's see. I'm trying to find the 12-team playoffs. So I want to do the 12-team playoff with you before – Oh, we yeah, get just, out of that, here. I'm excited for okay. that. Okay. All right. So, what a 12 team playoff would look like. Uh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Obviously, number one would be the Georgia Bulldogs. Your two seed would be the Michigan Wolverines, three seed Clemson Tigers, and four seed the Utah Utes. For those confused on the three and four seed, you win your conference and you're uh, the top, you're, you're going to be your top four seeds. Plain and simple. Um, I do see one mistake, I think, maybe. Yeah, I do see one. No, no, they actually, They yeah, yeah, they got it right. They got it right. Okay. 8-9 matchup, you got Tennessee versus Kansas State. Your 5-4 matchup, you have TCU Tulane. Your 6-11 matchup, you have Ohio State, Penn State. And then your 7-10 matchup, you have Alabama and USC. Where are you going to start?
1: I like that uh, Ohio State Penn State game.
0: Okay, it's gonna be in the horseshoe. Ooh.
1: That that's, it's that's gonna be at uh, Ohio that's State. Electric right there. Um, Got to go Ohio State though. I'll go, Ohio, go State. Ohio State.
0: Okay, so they'll go on to play Clemson. We'll look at the top half of that of this side of the bracket. You have the USC Trojans heading to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Woof.
1: Yeah, people are trying to discredit Nick Saban for this year he would come in this playoff and do what Nick Saban does. I agree. Okay.
0: I think Alabama would handily beat USC. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It wouldn't even be close.
0: Okay. TCU takes on Tulane. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ain't really Tennessee. Yeah. And guys, just uh, be prepared for that. You know, being a top five seed is huge. You're one, two, three, four. You obviously get the bye. If you're the five, you're probably going to be playing – the number one group of five team. Yep. Yeah. 8-9. <laughs> we got to put a group of five in there. Okay. Okay. Tennessee, Kansas State. Keep in mind, this is Tennessee without Hendon Hooker.
1: And I, you know, I give Kansas State a lot of credit this year. Um, I thought they were a very good team. Hmm. This would be a close game. This
0: would be, by the way, by the way. And this is the first one where I really look at it because – Penn State's been to Ohio State. TCU's a good atmosphere. Alabama's a good atmosphere. Kansas State going into Tennessee. Tennessee. You're talking about that's a huge 8-9 matchup. That's huge if you're an 8 or a 9 seed. Absolutely. Oh, that's huge. Uh, I mean, I, I think Tennessee. Do you think Tennessee? I like Tennessee. So
1: I, the safe bet's Tennessee, but but Kansas State might have made it would, something happen.
0: This will be the fun one, you know. You'll, you, this is the, this. This should be the premiere. Eight and nine will likely be your premiere matchup.
1: Absolutely, I, yeah. I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, okay. I got Tennessee going through. You agree? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll start there. Tennessee gets their rematch with the Georgia Bulldogs, neutral site game. Georgia. Yeah. Absolutely, Georgia. Yep.
1: I mean, we handled them. We handled very them. We
0: handled, we handled them with. Uh, Hendon Hooker, and we've never lost to a backup quarterback before, right? No. Mm, that never happens. Mm, that yeah. Never happens. Okay. yeah, never yeah. All right. George, <laughs> I was just on the, about to say, yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, T, uh, TCU takes on the Utah Utes. This is a good one. This is really also another five.
1: great game. Um,
0: I think Utah wins this game. Really? I, yeah. I think they, they're just out, they out physical them. Look, Utah got a, we Utah, we threw them out. After they lost to Florida, which is fair. Florida's is not a good team. Yeah. you T- T- Utah just needs to not do that again. Don't go play an SEC game week one.
1: Absolutely. I mean, they beat USC twice this year. Yeah. Like you, you win Florida, you might be in this. You might be in here. Oh yeah. You might be in here. Yeah. You probably would be in here, Utah. So actually, I agree with you there. I think Utah beats TCU here.
0: All right, let's look at the other ones. Uh, Bottom half of the other side of the bracket, you have the Clemson Tigers taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Here's my thought process. This will be a lot easier to answer or a lot harder to answer after we watch what Kate Klubnik does against Tennessee.
1: Here's my thing. I've never been on Clemson this entire year. I've said Clemson. Is it a
0: Clemson thing or is it a DJ thing? DJ, uh, you got longer leg.
1: No, it's not a Clemson thing. It's not even DJ. Really, it's just like I watched Clemson this year from their very first game. I said Clemson is not the team they have been in the past years. They No, are I, I agree. I
0: agree. And thank God, from an objective college football fan point of view, the team on this, the, the two teams on this screen right here, Notre Dame and South Carolina, proved Clemson who is. Oh, absolutely. Not one of the four best. Absolutely. Because Clemson could have easily gone 12-1. and one. If, if Clemson,
1: Clemson beat South Carolina. Or Notre they, Dame. Or, one or the other. Yeah, or Notre Dame. They're in this playoff, and that would royally take me off because I'm telling you, they're worse than TCU.
0: Oh, without – TCU would scramble would, would handle, Clemson.
1: Would handle Clemson.
0: Now, as a Georgia fan, if you, you gave me a choice between playing Ohio State and Clemson.
1: Obviously, you're going to Clemson. Yeah, yeah. But, but
0: for a better game point of view, of course,
1: Ohio State would handle Clemson yes. very easily.
0: Here's a good one for you. Michigan Alabama. Michigan. Really?
1: So, well, here's here's the thing, okay? I think I well, I think Nick Saban would handle Ohio State in this playoff, right? Mm. I think the Michigan game what it would be it would be at michigan or is it at neutral. The, it would nu- is neutral. neutral never mind alabama alabama if it's at if it was at michigan michigan
0: uh this is not the same alabama this is not the same alabama this is not the same alabama i'm going to keep telling myself that this is not the same alabama this is not a good team michigan is a very good football team michigan I'm not going to call him the trap. Give me Michigan, so you're gonna have Georgia, Utah, Michigan, Ohio State. I think Georgia blows the door. Georgia is basically playing their JV team. Utah is very similar to Georgia, strong, fit, physical, physical. Got a good run game. Good coaching. Throw the ball a little bit. Smart, reliable, veteran Defense QB. Is pretty strong. Yep, but Georgia is just better. Way better. Better players. Better coaching. Georgia. Michigan takes on Ohio State for the second time this year.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, I think. I. Think we going to talk?
0: Is this just like time is a flat circle and That's we're going to circle right back? Uh, do you say Ohio State? I think Ohio State takes the rematch. Well, I think you said Alabama wins.
1: Yeah, well, if for my the scenario. Michigan, Alabama. The Michigan Alabama game, that I think it's one of those games that comes down to the wire. Mm. Let's say Michigan pulls that out. Ohio State beats Michigan in that rematch. Uh,
0: I, I don't think Michigan loses in the rematch. I think that they'd do it again. Really? I think what they did traveled to Ohio State, so why would it not? In a I mean, that side.
1: was very. Respected Jim Harbaugh for what he did the past two years. I mean, they've been tossing him out for the past. Six years saying he was Yeah,
0: and this is a, now – this is another part of the playoff. This is now also an Ohio State team that's had to play two tough physical games. Where Michigan's just had to play one. Well, actually they had to play the Big Ten Championship, but that was against Purdue. Yeah. They just played Alabama. Ohio State's had to play Penn State, who hates them, and they're going to give them a fight. Yeah, Penn State
1: always gives them a fight. And
0: Clemson, if they had Cade Klubnick, and we'll see what it is tonight, if – Clemson goes out here and blows the doors off of Tennessee which I don't see
1: happening I don't but. see
0: happening but it, I think it could happen because of the sitouts and whatnot but if, we're like hey Kate Klubnick's that dude and if Kate Klubnick played like that against Ohio State, I don't think it'd be crazy to say Clemson could have won that could win that game No I don't think it would happen but still, I am rocking with Michigan. I think they would beat them again. You'd have Georgia-Michigan national title, and just like this year, yeah, I
1: think like, it's going to happen just the same way. Yeah, be prepared. I mean, the be- logical answer is is Georgia-Michigan is the final. Yeah,
0: season. be be prepared for this twelve-team playoff to get some slander because it will be the top four teams, or maybe you have occasional five, six seed making it in. Doesn't matter. Does that matter? Because for the one or two years when a 12 seed beats a five seed and a little, maybe like a nine seed makes a little run, beats a one seed. Like, imagine Tennessee was fully healthy, beat Kansas State, then beat Georgia. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I mean, Alabama, fun, but... Alabama, a seven seed. Penn State, an 11 seed, going on the road, beating Ohio State. That That's your season. That is the national. That exactly. is your national championship. You and
1: I, I love the 12. I love the 12-team playoff. But – it's really not going to be anything different than what yeah. we already see. It's going to be the same four teams. It's going to be more fun. It's, it's going to be more fun, absolutely. But I'm saying it's going to be the same four teams you're seeing now. It makes conference Every championships a lot football. bigger.
0: It makes conference championship games a lot bigger. Because when you're conference, absolutely. you got a chance for that bye week or absolutely. at least a home playoff game. All right. You got anything else you want to add?
1: Um. No. You know,
0: just subscribe to Suncast, man. Yes, sir. All right. Noah, really appreciate you coming on. Really appreciate all of you. Um, happy New Year! Uh, be safe if you do go out and decide to celebrate, have a little bit of fun this New Year. Be smart. Uh, call a call a cab, call an Uber. Uh, call a cab. Where are we in New York? Uh, be smart. Uh, get get a safe drive. Basically, is all I'm saying. Let's uh, leave 2022. Happy, smart, safe, and enter 2023 the same way. Thank all of you. Love you and good night.